It's time to pull those belts tight, race fans. The Front Stretch is coming at you. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Now, here's Dan Taylor and Dirk Houston. Welcome to the Front Stretch, race fans. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Online at joeskarting.com. Fast-paced white local racing just across the river, 23rd Avenue. Get over to Joe's Karting today. Do yourself right with a little indoor kart racing. A uh, little bit of a quick turn one. We want to make sure and cover all the fun and festivities that we're going to be, at least most of the fun and festivities are going to be going on Sunday at Quaker Steak and Lube. And then get you set for the Pick'em's Contest, plus cover a couple of headlines. So, Dirk, what should we do first? Cover the party or cover the headlines? Let's cover the party because it's always easiest. Coming up this Sunday, uh, starting at 1230. Green flag for the Daytona 500 waves at 130. Uh, that's central time. So get to the party, get there a little bit early. If you show up at noon, you're just going to be able to get enjoyed by us trying to set the whole party up. So uh, no big deal if you want to get there a little bit early. And judging by previous Daytona 500 parties, wouldn't be a bad idea for you to get there just a little bit early or at least not too late. You know, you show up at, you know, 145 or two o'clock. A, you've missed out on all the great opportunities to win some prizes. And B, it's usually a difficult time to find yourself a nice table and a good view. Well, there's nothing wrong with Bloody Marys for breakfast either. Absolutely. We've all been there. I will probably be there uh, as Sunday. I usually am these days. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Seven days a week. Bloody Mary to wake up the morning. Can't be an alcoholic if you don't start all day. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, yeah, the Daytona 500 party at Quaker Steak and Lube. First thing uh, to talk about, obviously, the big prizes that we hand out all race long with the trivia and uh, get the Pick'em's Contest going. That's going to be going. And then, Dirk, you're going to be doing the $5, $10, and $20 pools. Yeah, I'll be running the pools and uh, helping out with the sign-up book um, when Chris gives away some uh, some of his pocket change to the uh, lucky person that can predict the winner of the race. And there will be a tiebreaker I'm in, involved. Sometimes it's laps led. Sometimes it's number of cautions in the race. Whatever he has the inkling to do for that particular race. So. Yes, and that will be a book available, and that is free to enter. All you got to do is just pick the driver you think is going to win the race. And like Dirk said, pick the number of uh, – the last couple of times we've gone for total laps led. Um, we might have to change that up because it, it does take a little bit for the, uh, for the post-race report to come out and for us to know how many laps they led. But then again, we don't have to award the money right away. We can wait 20, 30 minutes for NASCAR to get that put out. But uh, well, so, and it's the same. It's the same thing. We got to wait if we do caution flags, so it doesn't true. make any difference. True, absolutely. So that's going to happen on Sunday. Uh, we have the five, ten, and twenty dollars pools. The win a hundred dollars from Quaker Steak and Lube, plus all the good food. And if anybody decides to do the triple atomic challenge, which is eating all five of the hottest wings available, uh, you will get yourself a free front stretch hat. And I coincidentally happen to be wearing my triple atomic shirt from a couple of weeks ago when I did it. And I'm still hurting from it, but it was well worth it. <laughs> well, why don't you go ahead, since you're experienced at this, why don't you recommend they maybe do that at like six o'clock after the race? Yes. And not, not at the green flag or something like that. <laughs> if you want to do it pre-race, just bring your own gallon of milk. That's my best advice. And then make sure you know exactly where the bathroom is, because I guarantee you that is going to hit the, 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 the lower belly. Uh, right around the midway point, maybe the start of the final stage for the Daytona 500. It it hits quick. So uh, do the triple atomic challenge. It's it's well worth the experience. We'll just put and it you down. may 
And you may want to bring your own 12 pack of Charmin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, the toilet paper there is, is restaurant toilet paper. It's, it's not Charmin triple ply, super soft. <laughs> well, the, the issue is you're not going to be using it just once. That's the issue. <laughs> right. <laughs> you so know, again, the I mean, they, of, Chris could sell these as a colonoscopy prep. Let's be yeah, honest. It does clean you out. It's I, I felt very, uh, once I started feeling better, I, I felt very spry. Uh, so anyways, that's going on this coming Sunday for the Daytona 500 party. Once again, we kick things off at 1230. You're welcome to get there a little bit early. It's in the far south room and the second farthest south room. Now, we generally set up in the brickyard, the farthest south room, but it does spill over into that other room, and we will have the audio loud and uh, proud, so that way you can hear every laugh, you can hear every mistake Mike Joy makes on the Fox Sports 1 broadcast, and that'll begin coming up this Sunday for the Great American Race Today 2500 Party. Make sure to get out to Quaker Steak and Lube, one of our best and longest-running sponsors Second only to our good friends at Joe's Carding. Uh, there are good friends. Yeah, we're we're wait. <laughs> we're still friends with them, right? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out. You As, haven't been challenged. You haven't been challenged to a race in a while. I didn't even know if they still knew we existed. That's true. That's true. Uh, all right. The schedule for this week, as of Thursday. Because this comes out on Thursday, I'm probably going to put it out early Thursday morning, so that way people listen to it and have a little bit more time to get ready for it. But what you can expect as far as broadcast is NASCAR Cup Series qualifying at 6 o'clock, and that is Central Time. And then they're going to have the second group of qualifying. Dirk, you can expand a little bit on this because you kind of helped me out with it earlier this afternoon. But two sets of qualifying, they're basically split in the field in half. Well, they, it's something they've always done. The twin 150s, they'll, uh, um, they do their single car qualifying runs and that sets the field. The pole winner will be the, uh, the fastest qualifier in single car runs. We'll have the pole of the first, uh, qualifying race and the second place car will have the pole of the second qualifying race. And from then on, they just line, line up all the odd number cars are in the first one, one, three, five, seven back to uh i think they've got 42 cars that are attempting to qualify so there'll be 21 cars in each race if nobody crashes during qualifying or practice and is out of cars Mm -hmm. now is there's not an abundance of cars at this point so can, can the two fastest cars the top two qualifiers can those both come out of the same qualifying race no, no. See that the two the two fastest qualifiers are from single car qualifying, which okay. is done separately. Okay, and nine oh, times and out of ten, that's that what time, was done on Wednesday night, right? Right. Okay. Nine times out of ten, the person that gets the pole, like I said, he'll start the first one, and he might go out and run eight or ten laps just to see if he can run at the front, and you know if he's good being pushed. But normally, you know, they'll just go ahead and, and drop out because the race means absolutely nothing to them. All they can do is get their car messed up. Right. And that's the same with the pole winner or the pole sitter on the second race. You know, there's no reason for them to run. They are going to start up. They are going to make the front row of the Daytona 500. Now, the Don't winner. Don't screw your car up in a, in a basically an exhibition race. Right. It is essentially it's, an, it's exhibition an exhibition race to you. Yeah, for them. For those two people, it's exhibition races. But for everybody else. Um, they've got to get into the field. You know, there's going to be two guys going home. 
you know, that, they're only going to start 40 cars. So, and again, that, that is what's happening uh, Thursday night at six o'clock and about seven 45, depending on how long the first 60 lap, 150 mile race takes. And that's your qualifying. And like Dirk mentioned, that sets up uh, cars, one, three, five uh, positions, one, three, five, seven, and so forth. And then uh, so the second qualifying race will set up your outside. I'm sorry. I, I may, I'm saying it wrong again, even though I got it right in my head. That, yeah, set, no, that first qualifying race will set up three, sets five, up seven. The, sets up the inside rows, all you yes. got to say. Outside. But the cars that are in the first race are the cars in single qualifying that ran one, three, five, seven. Right. That's how they make the two races. That's how the lineup's set. And then the all the even-numbered cars will be in the second qualifying race. So and they gonna... will make up the outside row. Right. And but that's going to be... Win, if you win the first qualifier and the and the pole sitter has dropped out like he probably will, you're going to start, even if you qualified 18th or 17th, you're in that first qualifier. If you win that qualifier, you're starting behind the pole sitter in the number three spot. Right. And so. again, that, that all happens Thursday night at 6 o'clock and then 7.45. And again, those are central times. Uh, NASCAR comes back on Friday as far as televised – uh, telebroadcast is concerned. The NASCAR Cup, NASCAR Camping World Truck Series qualifying will happen uh, at two o'clock Central Time, and then Xfinity Series practice will happen at three, about three thirty on Friday afternoon, and then there'll be the third practice for the Cup Series at four four forty five, four thirty five. And then the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series will have their race, their kickoff to the 2022 season at 6.30. And I believe that is being broadcast on Fox Sports 1. Yeah, I believe it is. Uh, so that's Friday night's action. Then we come back to Saturday's action. NASCAR Cup Series has their final practice at 9.30 in the morning. You better believe Lori Kroger will be up enjoying that, even though it's going to be kind of an early day at, at Daytona. Then there's not a lot that goes on as far as broadcast is concerned. The Xfinity Series race, their kickoff to the 2022 season, will uh, drop the green flag. Uh, kind of an odd time there. It will be at 4 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday. Yeah, that's a little bit of a late start. Um, but I'm sure they've got some kind of reason for it. And Lori might not be there at 9.30 in the morning. She might have uh, driver suit washing duty yes, or something i bet she will have to get a, a fire suit washed up and ready to go for uh for david star in fact let's go ahead and text david to make sure he knows that Lori's available to wash that fire suit for him <laughs> yeah you can handle that one <laughs> that's always our inside joke with Lori, is that she she does so much for david star but he literally just walks up and he's like hey can you can you take my fire suit and, and go get it cleaned up it's kind of dirty <laughs> yeah. it's kind of funky her- from the kind of funky from the 110 degree temperature today yeah (laughs) uh and then sunday as we talked about the daytona 500 for the nascar cup series their kickoff to the 2022 season is at 1 30 and again all those races are going to be broadcast on fox sports one except for the cup series which we broadcast on fox the main network uh that's fox 42 the local affiliate here in omaha have they announced which rapper is doing the pre-race concert on sunday yet uh jesus no i i i believe that i i saw who was going to be doing uh country music icon trace atkins is set to sing the national anthem correct yes that i saw but i used to be a big fan of his 
normally somebody else does the pre-race concert and maybe they're not going to have a concert this year. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not Uh, seeing anything real quick. Yeah. A quick scan of the headlines. I'm not seeing who is doing the pre-race concert, but you would, I don't know, maybe they will. I mean, who knows? Could go either way, I guess. Uh, Let's talk about a couple of, a couple of notes. Uh, M&M's is giving, uh, one lucky fan, a chance to be featured on Kyle Busch's car this year. And it's worth noting that this, once again, is the final year for Mars M&M's with the 18 car and in NASCAR. They announced earlier, what, probably about a month and a half ago that they're going to be moving on and trying different adventures after a 20-some year, 15-year partnership with Joe Gibbs Racing. Yes. Yes. Long, long relationship. Which, uh, you know, and, and Kyle Busch is kind of milking this. And so I'm sure the t-shirt sales will be through the roof for the last year of Kyle Bush sponsorship. So, yeah, uh, you can, you can enter, you, all you have to do is submit a photo of yourself via Twitter with the following tag, hashtag M M S F A N C A R. So it's kind of a mashup between fan and NASCAR and hashtag sweepstakes. Send it to at MMS chocolate, which is their main Twitter handle. A section of photos that are received will be compiled into a mosaic that will make up a paint scheme identical to the iconic yellow M&M's Toyota fans. So I guess I take that back. It's not one fan. Uh, just send in your picture of you. And I, I bet they're going to they're going to pick ones that have some sort of Mars product involved in it. And there it sounds to me like they're going to do one of those mosaics where all the pictures kind of zoom out and they make up the logo. Yeah. I mean, the pictures will be about an inch square. Y- yeah. Yep. Yeah. I always yeah. love those too. When you, you know, you, it, the, whatever kind of pans out and you, you start to get a bigger picture of it and then it all blends together. And before you know it, it's a mosaic of something. Yeah. I don't know if mo- I'm using the right word with mosaic, but more of a collage. Yep. Dirk, you were talking about this as we were chatting earlier this afternoon. Bush Light announces announces the Accelerate Her program. Uh, Bush Light has uh, uh, pledged to commit to spending $10 million over the next three years to elevate women in NASCAR with the Bush Light Accelerate Her program. The objective is to provide more funding, track time, and media exposure and training to prospective female NASCAR racers that are 21 years or older. Some of the people involved already I think they've picked seven female drivers for the inaugural sponsorship season uh, involves uh, Jennifer Joe Cobb. And I'm going to kill this one. Uh, Tony Bredinger. Bredinger. Yeah, I'm not sure. Natalie Decker, Amy Belkin, uh, Brittany Zamora, Stephanie Moyer and Melissa Fifield. So those are the seven drivers that seven female uh, drivers that are going to be involved in this Bushlight Accelerate Her program. Now, the article I read specifically had the words next generation in there. Do you see that anywhere in what you're reading? Because it sounds like a different headline or different article. Because as we discussed earlier, I said, Jennifer Jo Cobb is far and away not the next generation. No. no, no you know, no. I think for most of those gals in there, she's she could be their mother. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. Uh, the article does go on to read Bush Light will invest directly in every female driver 21 and over and put in a put in place a program to track their development, improve their access to sport and celebrate their success. A portion of the $10 million committed will be reserved as a standing sponsorship fund for up and coming drivers. 
Yeah, and I didn't they say the program? I want to say there was something in there about three years. Uh, it's it's a three year commitment, uh, okay. which it sounds to me like it's three million dollars over ten years, not ten million a year. Right, ten million over three years, not three right. million. Right, ten million over. So yeah, three and a third million a year, whatever. Absolutely cool program there. Good for Bush Light. I'm sure that's going to uh, help sell a couple of extra uh, Bush lights. And they are, remind me, they are one of the NASCAR premier sponsors, right? Bush beer is. Yes. Not Bush Light specifically. Okay. Well, probably Anheuser-Busch is. Um, I think it was just Bush. Because it's like Bush, Coca-Cola, Kroger. I think Monster might have been involved in there. I can't remember exactly, but they got this big package. So this is this might be a part of that expansion of what they're working closely with NASCAR to uh, to expand their program and and kind of explore new opportunities. So if this is a part of that program, then it's working because that's that's really cool. They're offering ten million dollars over three years for, for female athletes to get training and get exposure and, and hopefully succeed. Cause you and I know that you could be the best driver in the world. You're terrible at media. You're not going to get sponsors and you're not going to keep your ride very long. The four premier premier partners are Bush beer, Coca-Cola, Geico and Xfinity. Okay. All right. So no Kroger. Got it. Thank you. Google. Yes. Thank you. Aunt Google. The only other piece of news that I have, uh, congratulations to I-80 Speedway promoter and uh, owner Joe Kaziski on being named promoter of the year at RPM. That's Racer Promotion Monthly. Uh, Joe was down there earlier this week, and on Monday it was announced that him and Steve Kaziski have been announced as, uh, let's see. Well, I guess the article I'm reading from them says, ladies and gentlemen, the 46th annual A-R-P-Y, Annual Race Promoter Yearly, something, I don't know what that stands for, uh, of Omaha, Nebraska, the promoter of Variety Speedway, Joe Kaziski. So they announced it as just Joe Kaziski got the award, but that's been something that that they've been trying for a couple of years, and I I think it's well-deserved. Oh, definitely. Definitely well-deserved, and uh, kind of just puts a little more sting (laughs) on the 2022 (laughs) scene. That's in my book. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Also wanted to make sure and point out that Bobby Pierce announced that he will be making a, and, and as you pointed out, Dirk, thank you very much, a tentative <laughs> appearance at I-80 Speedway for the, what could be final Silver Dollar Nationals. I think it's going to be the final Silver Dollar Nationals at I-80 Speedway. I have a feeling that there will be a Silver Dollar Nationals in 2023 but that we're experiencing the final one at I-80 Speedway. And that's going to be, again, July 21st through the 23rd for uh, $53,000 to win just on Saturday night. Uh, Bobby Pierce, a former winner of that race. I don't believe he made it last year. He had an issue on the Hell Tour, right? It wasn't an issue. He just ran the Hell Tour instead of coming back here. Because that helped that uh, the Silver Dollars is, was in the middle of the Hell Tour last year. Yeah. And, I, and so he just ran the hell tour. He's been the hell tour champion like five times or something. So, yeah, and I, I know it's always kind of up in the air. Cause I think that, and maybe it's, I thought it was that that hell tour ended on like the Friday of the silver dollar nationals. So he couldn't do both. 
he had to either, and he had to commit to one of them. And usually if he's having a bad run on the hell tour, then he'll skip that and come to the, to the silver dollar nationals. But I want to say he was having a good run last year on the hell tour. And so we decided to stick with it and try to win that. Yeah. I think he was a tour champion again last year for the hell tour. Yeah. I I do believe so, but he's won it multiple times. And in all honesty, he probably should have been a multiple winner of the silver dollars too. Yeah. Uh, That engine had melted down. What? eight laps to go five laps to go something like that something like that and that was that was the year before he won it Mm -hmm. and uh, i was thinking the last time he was here he had a big run going and broke real late in the race too so he's got i-80 figured out we'll see if he can win the final silver dollar nationals at i-80 speedway once again don't forget to join us this coming sunday for the daytona 500 party at quaker steak and lube it's also the kickoff to our annual pickums contest Make sure to get signed up for that. You can send us an email, frontstretchradio at gmail.com, and I'll get you the invite sent over to your email, just frontstretchradio at gmail.com, and uh, we'll get you involved in that. It's absolutely free. Thanks to Rick Havenridge of Wealth Partners. Got to say a big thank you to those guys for helping us bring the Pick'em's Contest to all of our fans for absolutely free. He just uh, offsets the cost that it, it is involved in that. And helps pay for the trophy, which I just realized I need to run over either tomorrow or Friday and go pick that up. So, uh, well, well Thursday or Friday. What's that? Where's it at? Uh, Regal Awards. They're on 60th. 60th and what, center? What is that? Yeah, it is center. Yeah, it's just past that BP gas station. I was going to say, there's got to be a liquor stop somewhere around there for you. <laughs> there is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we'll get that award picked up and then we'll have it on display at Quaker Steak and Lube on Sunday. Get out to the lube. It's going to be a lot of fun. Get involved in the Pickens contest. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of fun to be had coming up in the next, uh, well, nine months as we decide who's going to be our 2022 NASCAR Cup Series champion. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in turn number two. Zach Hemmingston, who is your 2021 Shelby County Speedway Hobby Stock Track Champion, will join us. We'll talk about his run to his championship and so much more. Again, that's coming up right after these commercials on the front stretch. The official watering hole of the front stretch has you covered any day of the week with the best wings, great burgers, and amazing steaks. Each weekday from 4 to 6 is happy hour, featuring dollar-off draft and well drinks plus $4 Luberitas. Mondays are kids' night. Tuesdays are all-you-can-eat wings for $12.95, and the lube even delivers to the Council Bluffs area. Like Quaker Steak and Lube Council Bluffs on Facebook for a full list of weekly events. Get to Quaker Steak and Lube! Mid-America Drive, Council Bluffs. Every race car driver has run into the same problem. It's well past normal parts store closing hours, but you need that one to finish your car. The guys who brought you White Knuckle Racing by the River bring you Joe's Karting Racing Parts and Tire Store. Open until 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday and open until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. A parts store that fits your after-hours schedule and you can turn a few laps at Joe's Karting while you're waiting for your part to get pulled from their warehouse. Joe'sKarting.com for more information. Hey guys, Dan Taylor with Tailored Computers and Repair. I've been talking about a hard drive upgrade on the Pubcast for quite a long time, and here's a little more detail behind it. Older laptops, older computers, maybe four or five years old, the hard drives that came with them just simply were not built for Windows 10. 
A new hard drive from Taylor Computers in Repair will breathe brand new life into your laptop and computer. Not only will it make it faster, but it will make your laptop battery last longer and it will run cooler, which will also help the battery last a lot longer. Not only does your computer or laptop get even faster, but all of your files, settings, pictures, everything is exactly where you left it. Within about a day, maybe two days, you're gonna get your same computer back, but it's gonna run faster, cooler, and the battery's gonna last longer on laptops. Give me a call today, 402-659-5641. Find out what a hard drive upgrade can do for your computer and get some valuable time back. We're hooked up in turn two and still showing the green flag on the front stretch. Welcome to the Fresh Stretch Race fans, the Metro's longest running all racing, well, mostly racing. We talk 95% racing. Sometimes we, get, sometimes we get off on tangents that don't have to do with racing, but I still believe they're entertaining. A little water truck driving. Since 2011, the Fred Stretch has been uh, talking racing in the Metro, and uh, I'm Dan Taylor, that's Dirk Houston. We're presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. No better time than to get to the Metro's fastest indoor karting facility than today. Get over to Joe's Karting today. Get yourself an annual membership. Get over there often. It's going to help you kind of stay sharp if you're a racer. If you're a fan, you're going to understand what it's like to race the slick track, the road course. It's a lot of fun, and I guarantee you, you're going to come off of that racetrack with a new perspective on life. Guarantee is a scary word, Dan, especially out of your mouth. That's true. Well, there's no refunds on my guarantees. So there you go. Of the computer company, there is, but my guarantees on Joe's Karting... I guess I could. That, that's pretty solid. I, I haven't had anybody that's got out of a card at Joe's Carding and said that wasn't any fun. <laughs> you don't know anybody either. I got to believe you. We're joined by Shelby County Speedway Hobby Stock Track Champion Zach Hemmingson. You've been over to Joe's Carding? I have when I was, oh, it's been at least five years ago. So Okay, that's been way too long. Yep. It's yes, still uh, there. Actually, uh, about five years ago, well, it's been longer than that, but uh, a gal that I was with before, uh, she knew the person there, and they put it full of soap, and we went around there, um, and it was all full of soap, and we went around on the, with the go-karts or whatever, and it was pretty crazy. So Went yeah. around sideways? Yep. They do a new thing. I, I don't know if you listened to the show much and heard about the Slick Track series. No, it's I haven't. Tuesday nights, and they put a piece of PVC over the uh, right, right rear, rear tire. tire. And it turns that cart into like you're driving on ice. That would be a learning experience. It's dry slick practice. Yeah. yeah. It, and it's, I mean, it's a ball of fun. I, I highly suggest you guys go over there. In fact, if you want to, after this is over with, I'll go over there and show you how to oh, win I'm race. down. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And it's about a 30-yard oval. <laughs> that's, well, that's... Uh, that's the slick track. They do an oval, but mo most nights out of the week, it's a road course. Really? So it's, uh, and I think probably five years ago, uh, were they running clockwise or cl counterclockwise? Uh, it was actually counter, counterclockwise when we were going back around there. Yeah, so they've reversed it since then. Okay. And changed the track up a little bit, so it's a little more tricky, but... Sure. Uh, they didn't want to buy new tires, so they're wearing them out the other direction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good idea. <laughs> Find out more about Joe's Karting, the Metro's fastest indoor karting facility. Go to joeskarting.com. I mentioned it. We're talking with the Shelby County Speedway Hobby Stock Track Champion, Zach Hemmingson. Zach obviously picked up the track championship, three wins on the year, nine top fives, ten top tens in ten races. Go a little bit deeper into your season for us, if you will, please. Uh, well, the, we picked up a 21 victory, 2021 victory this year. And, uh, and that's um, your chassis, right? <clears throat> yes, yeah, okay. victory chassis. And um, uh, 
the year before my buddy Dusty Van Horn, he picked up uh, a, a 2020 victory, and he did really good with it. And um, it kind of set me in the way to go for the victory, and victory is kind of way to go. And uh, there was a lot of victories in the hobby stock class that were doing well. And so I figured that was a good choice to my decision. And I went with uh, uh, zero one shocks, and it just tuned in all year long, you know. I mean, obviously when you go through 17 races in Shelby County or anywhere you go and race for a track title, it's up and down, up and down. And fine-tuning the car, and uh, I couldn't say anything better with uh, the Victory crew over there um, for helping me out. Randy Havlick, Troy Jehovich, I mean, they all they all answered the phone when, I could, uh, when they could and uh, helped me in the right direction. So um, we definitely went through up and down, but overall it was uh, a good year for me so claim or crate i run a claim car um i run a motor from mid-states machine up in john and he's phenomenal he always answers the phone when i have questions and uh anything that i need help with he he helps me with so how many years you've been racing this will be my fifth year in the hobby stock and uh i wish i had more wins under my belt but figuring out you know i'm dad raced a little bit when he was younger but nothing like this and and getting to learn everything and understanding how everything works is the biggest um it's it it's awesome i i just love every bit of it because you never you never learn too much there's always something more that you can learn it's a challenge absolutely it's like a never never stop changing conundrum absolutely once you feel like you got a handle on it Something it, changes. It rains, the, the weather, the wind blows, and, and the track conditions change completely, and you got to go back at it. Right, right. And then your track. You know, your, your, the track is the biggest thing you, you look at. And one thing, you got it down, you say your car's going to be bad quick, and then the next minute, well, what the heck happened here? My, you yeah. know, my car wasn't. So, but it, And that's also another thing with the claim motor. You've got to be spot on to beat a crate motor these days in a hobby stock you, i mean you're, you can't you cannot miss the setup because when you miss it it's way off it's not even close so yeah. to do that and to come out as a track champion it it i i it words can't describe it so and, and then you go out and you'll buy a new victory here in two years and you won't be able to find your way around the inside of a cheerio you're exactly right <laughs> that thing's probably for sale right now oh. i mean we talked to jacob hobshite he's like Hey, you win in it, you put it up for sale and try to make some money off of it. Yep, that, that's what Dirty always says. Dirty says, get rid of them while they're fast. <laughs> I don't know, maybe, maybe take, take Dirty's advice with a grain of salt. Yeah, that's why I like him in the <laughs> shop. I've been in He's the pits after, after a win with him. It's, <laughs> you got to be careful. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Guy knows how to get into trouble. <laughs> Uh, talking with Zach Hemmingson once again, uh, it, uh, you mentioned your dad used to race. Uh, how involved is he with the race operation? Oh, 100% every day there, and uh, he's helped me out so much. You know, um, whether to tell me to not change a shock or to change a shock, you know, he's always telling me to leave the car alone, but I always seem like I don't. I yep. always am changing stuff. But uh, <laughs> uh, So you listen to everything he says, right? Uh, yeah, I just tell him I don't change it. but. <laughs> It's fun. It's back and forth, you know. Um, there's aggravation, yeah, but we're all just trying to do the same thing and win at the end of the day. Yeah. So, uh, just couldn't it couldn't it couldn't be a better uh, timing for everything that came in this year. So, it's always my favorite thing. I 
it's fun to watch drivers, especially if you walk through the pits during intermission, and drivers are they're just some of them are just overthinking it, and and they they're almost like they gotta change something on the mm-hmm. car. Yeah, we were fast during the heat race, but we gotta change something. What can we change? And mm-hmm. sometimes the best solution is just go watch the race and, and leave the car alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a track champion. Very hard to do that. Um, I very rare that I do that. Very very rare that I don't change something. Yeah. But, like you say, it's a more of a mind game than anything. And yeah. when you get to that, sometimes you can get overpowered by your brain and it screws you up and <laughs> while you're doing it. So, yeah. uh, so five years running, uh, always been in a hobby stock. Always been in a hobby stock. Yes. Yep. Yep. Well, I I went in a bomber the first year. You know, just to bought an old car and and uh, had a claim motor in that and and went around there. Actually, won. Uh, one race in that, and I don't know. You get in a car and you're hooked. You know, it's yeah. just part of it. Yeah. So, how long between your dad stopped racing and you started racing? How, what was that gap? Was it considerable amount of years? No, I don't know if you really consider it racing. He raced two man cruisers with uh, his buddy, and I just remember watching from from the from the gates, and it was, you know, it was. I just loved every bit yeah. of it. But God, it's. You couldn't even put words to when it was, you know. I mean, I, it it was probably, God, 15, 17, 18 years, you know. So. Yeah. So what was the spark that got you into a race car? I don't know. I was always missing something from high school. I always wanted to be competitive in something, you know, at football, basketball, everything that wanted. I was so – I needed something to for that drive to keep in me to – be competitive with something and that's what initially was part of that you know once i got the taste of it 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 never let go you know yeah my uncle over here he won the points championship harlan what year 1995 yep and 95 95 he won the the most popular driver of the year but didn't win the best looking one right (laughs) (laughs) not at this time (laughs) Left side weight. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had the. Uh, how, how far pregnant are you? I'm about nine. About nine months. <laughs> I think in the same year he had uh, Denison Track Championship wrapped up too, but they wouldn't Ooh. let him have it because they were going to claim his car. So he had to pick one. Oh. He picked. He picked Shelby County Speedway, and the the other one he went to the fair. Yeah. The uh, the claim. The claim deal, what, how do you feel about that? Uh, right now, I don't have any issues with it because I haven't been claimed. But well, everybody as, that's running fast is running a crate. The claim yep, is almost yep. out of existence anymore. Uh, it's definitely coming back. There's, there's a lot of claim motors coming too now. Um, I've talked to several guys that have gotten one of my motors, or, or not my motors, Mid-States Machine Motors, and, uh, you know, they're doing good. They're competitive with it, and I think it's going to be something in the future that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, and, and since IMCA put in the, the uh, reciprocate rule, I mean, before there was no reciprocate. It was just a claim. You bought the guy's motor, and that was that. Right. Now right. you can take his motor, Yep. and they know what they, they know they got the same thing you do. Right. You know? Yep. So. No, I have no issues with any of that. I'm, oh, well, I have an issue if someone takes my motor because it's a lot of money, yes, but at the end of the day, you know, I think we're all respectable enough to know what we're doing, and um, if we're going to claim something, you know, it's. I think there's enough respect as we race with weekly racers that 
no one's going to mess with someone's stuff. If, but I, I, you can say that to an extent because if you say that, I don't agree with a lot of tech that goes on as well too because there's not enough tech that goes on with these crate motors. So you can say the crate. I mean, we're getting in a whole another discussion here with all this, but <laughs> that's it, okay. It, we talk racing. It's let's get into it. You know, I <laughs> we'll mean, get, well, we, we there's never enough tech. I'm. We get in the tech, and I cannot. I'm. I'm just. It, it needs to be more, more tech, because there's too many things that go on. And I, I know out of our shop between me and Dusty, there's no cheating, not one bit. And I know that there is in other areas of other racers, and it bugs me when I go up there and stuff like this happens. So you open up a whole other can of worms here of me talking about, but it bugs <laughs> me that we're not getting teched and we're teching the same things every single freaking week and not getting anything else, so. Well, I was a tech guy for 18 years. Mm -hmm. I worked in Cup, mm -hmm. I worked late models, hobby mm -hmm. style, whatever. Mm -hmm. And when you got one guy at a track maybe covering 40 cars, mm -hmm. you know, you go to a NASCAR race, there's 90 guys teching mm -hmm. 40 cars. Mm -hmm. So if, if you don't have the help, you're very limited on what you can do. I, I understand that. Yep. I was doing 90 cars a night by myself at Park Jefferson. Mm -hmm. There was nights I didn't tech classes. Yep. No, that's, oh. I, I, I understand that, and I agree with that 100%, but the problem is, is that when we are teching, we're teching the same thing. Why aren't we teching something else every single night? Yeah, that's kind of a rule, like an unwritten rule is, as we a tech official, you got to change it up. Yeah, yeah, we always did, so that was, I never, you know, that's uh, another thing, if you know somebody's cheating... Take mm -hmm. that 100 bucks up and protest that. Uh, I'm not thing. the one to call someone out. I figure oh, their time will come when it needs out. to, you know? You know I'd go. No, we're all out. right with you calling them out. Please do. <laughs> no, I, I, think, uh, I think the timing is always right. So If they're cheating, they're not smart enough to listen to us, so you might as well say their <laughs> name on here. <laughs> Once again, we're talking with Zach Hemmingson, 3Z hobby stock driver at Shelby County Speedway. Where else did you race? Oh, I didn't, I didn't really do much bounce around i mean i honestly to, we never even went for a track championship we don't do it anymore uh or i guess we haven't ever raced for a track championship you know uh for i guess getting a coat and a plaque it's not worth it in my opinion but we were there at the end of the year and we got some rain out dates and it just worked out for us so we race at denison every once in a while i think i only raced there twice but stewart I mean, I bounce around everywhere, anywhere. I went to I-80, love I-80, and uh, I hope that track stays alive because I love the heck out of it. So, uh, Where are you out of? Where's your hometown? Uh, I'm originally out of Marnie. Yep. Marnie, Iowa, okay. Yep. Uh, that'd probably be about an hour and a half haul to I-80 for you? Yeah, pretty close. Hour 15, yep. Yeah, because it's, it's on the west side of Atlantic, right? It, yes, correct. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. So right between Wall and Atlantic, so. Yeah. Not too bad of a haul, but that might be a tough one on a Friday night when you get done working and try to get over there and, and, and go weekly racing. It's not bad. It's just getting through here at 4 o'clock with rush hour. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. That you rush can't have hour somebody the bring the car over earlier and you take the corporate helicopter to the track or something? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, we ain't uh, uh, Shane DeMay here. So. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for work? Uh, I'm a farmer. So. Farmer? Okay. Yep. What do you farm? Just row crop, corn, soybeans. Yep. So. Okay. Yep. Right. My yep. dad does too. We got a. Uh, small acreage in, or about 800 acres we own down in Emerson, sure. Iowa. Sure, sure. So. Yep. It's 
Good deal. I've, I broke a lot of farm equipment in my day. <laughs> he broke a silo. I did. You just don't tell him you go and fix it before anything else well, happens, right? I always tell people I'm good at fixing things because I'm even better at breaking them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's literally I, how I learned how to work on computers is because I broke a lot of them for the first 10 years I was into them. <laughs> yep, yep. No, I'm just as good at tearing shit apart or stuff apart. No, before, that's okay. You uh, can say it. We don't mind. <laughs> yeah, the miners are gone. You're good. So. <laughs> uh, all right. So your track championship. Uh, two wins I saw? Three. Three yeah. wins. Ugh, damn, didn't mean to short you on that one. That's all right. Uh, I wish it was more, too. <laughs> next year. Uh, <laughs> actually, holy cow, you tied with Jeff Fink mm-hmm. in the points. And I would assume you had the tiebreaker with more wins. Yep, yep. Just one more win. How was that last night? Take us through that. Oh, man. Uh, he was a better car for sure that night. Um, I have utmost respect for, for Jeff. Uh, so we've had our run-ins and stuff, uh, but uh, I have utmost respect for him. And, you know, it, it went down to I was coming out of one and going for uh, second place at the time. And cautions 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 we kept catching cautions put me on the bottom of the tracks high side track you get a high side track at harlan you best get up there otherwise you're gone so we get up there and we got a restart and i got stuck on the bottom um jeff got up top and i went dive bombing to the bottom and uh uh i got up door to door with uh um i can't remember george ray at the time and Fink was ahead of uh, me. I had to keep one car ahead of me between Fink and uh, ended up doing it at the time. Jeff goes and passes two cars ahead of me coming out of four. And I had just enough good to run. I split the two cars and I bombed to the bottom with one lap to go just to keep it where it was. Otherwise, he would have got the title. He had a better car that night. It just changed a thing. Like I said, sometimes it can bite you in the butt, and it did that night, and um, should have kept it the way it was, but we're thank God that, you know, where we are now, so. So, was he the, you were the points leader going into the night? Yeah, well, it come down to it, three, two races before where he was leading, and I cut the gap by I ended up leading it on the second to last race by like three points. And, you know, when, when you get into that, you look more conservative than you are actually trying to race your car. Yeah. So when you get into that, it's kind of a deal, you know. It, you need to be treat each race like you do. Because like Dusty Van Horn, when he went and ran his, he didn't, give, he didn't give a shit about anything else. He went and ran it, and he won the race, and he, he said... I'm gonna win, and I'm gonna beat Mike Nichols, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the track champion. <laughs> We're talking with Zach Emmickson, driver of the Three Z. Make sure to thank some of those great sponsors that help you get up and down the track. Sure. Uh, first and foremost, uh, my mom and dad, uh, Dusty Van Horn, Lindsey Van Horn, the whole crew, um, everybody that helps out. It's awesome every single week. Uh, my wife, number one fan. Uh, she helps me with everything, and and. Uh, uh, she supports me with everything. So, um, Hemmingson Farms, um, we got Olson Fuel Supply, Pecker's Parlor, um, we got uh, Afton Avenue, big one, look it up, come on now. And then uh, Jason Roberts Construction, LG Seeds, Levi Shetler, 
Now I'm kind of curious here. What's this Pecker Parlor? Pecker's Parlor. Pecker's Parlor. It's okay. my neighbor. Okay. And uh, she sells Parlor. I was stuff, getting so. some good ideas on that. Is one. it a? Is it like a beauty salon? Nelson a- Nelson Angus, Grieve Petroleum, big one. Yep. I think that's good. Well, he's a race car driver, not a professional talker. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we can tell. No, you're doing all right. You're doing good. Don't let him give you too hard of a time. Uh, all right, plans for next year. Plans for next year. Plans for next year. What are you, what are you thinking? Um, I don't ever plan anything. I just race. So yeah. I'm just going to go race and have fun. Shelby County Speedway again? Or are you oh, yeah, we'll be, we'll be there. We'll be there. Probably be there, Dennis and Stewart. Regular thing, you know. I mean, yeah. we'll probably cut back a little bit, but um, as far as racing wise, I mean, I never, I never set a schedule. I go where I want to go, and I'm, I'm gonna have fun with them. I'm gonna trace points. You so know? are you starting? Are you, I'm sorry, say that again. Are you chasing points somewhere, or just kind of going around? Not and unless what it falls in my lap. I just, yeah. I just don't find it worth it. So well, with that, I80 possibly being the last season, a, a championship there would be kind of cool. Yep, yep. And we've talked about that. Uh, Dad really likes that place, and. I like going out there, so you know if it is, then you'll probably see us out or there. Or winning the hobby stock division at uh, the Cornhusker Classic or something like the last race. Yeah, close it. No, nope. we had a good something run like out there too. Cool. So yeah, you know, it's I love that track. So yeah, and, and unfortunately the IED just doesn't pull a lot of hobby stocks, but the ones they do pull are stout. So, yes, uh, yes. that'd be a tough one to, to win at. But yep, that, uh, that's the best when you can beat them, beat them, and go anywhere. That's what I like to do. So. Pie in the sky. What do you want to race next? What kind of car? Uh, I've always, man, it, it, I want to race them all. But, yeah. you know, right now, hobby stock's where it's at. Yeah. And uh, um, I'm going to focus on that, and I don't like to get too far ahead. So. Yeah. All right. Zach Hemmingson, driver of the 3Z. Good luck to you in 22. Congratulations on the, on the uh, track championship of Shelby County. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> we'll be back. Uh, actually, that's going to wrap it up for today's show. Big thanks to Quaker Steak and Lube and Council Bluffs for letting us come down and do all the interviews we do. Make sure to check the Front Stretch Facebook page for details and information on when our next event is going to be. Just go to the Front Stretch and you'll see our flagged logo there. Like, follow, and share. And then stay up to date with all of our podcasts, all of our events, and, of course, all of our live recordings. For Dirk Houston, I'm Dan Taylor. Big thanks to Joe's Carding, Quaker Steak and Lube, Tailored Computers and Repair, and Rick Havenridge of Wealth Partners. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks, Zach.